Welcome to the Virtual Center for Health and Wellness, Advancing the Human Condition podcast. Our mission is to improve the human condition by learning from highly competent professionals and their contribution to their respective fields. Thank you all so much for tuning in. I am Dr. Aurelia Bickler, and it is my pleasure to have Lacrisia Gilbert, National University's Ombudsman, as our special guest today to discuss the important topic of hope. Hi, Chris. How are you today? I'm well. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, I remember having our first conversation a few weeks back and walking away from it and feeling so energized and hopeful and touched. And I just, uh, I cannot wait for our listeners to to get a little taste of your magical energy. So uh, <laughs> tell us you. a little bit about yourself. Okay, well, I'm a widow of a disabled veteran and I have two adult sons and three grandsons. And uh, I've always used my professional conflict resolution skills with them, which blends with my professional life and aspirations. And uh, I have aspirations of going to law school. And my husband encouraged me and supported me uh, as I came out to Malibu, uh, intended Pepperdine's law school. And I decided I preferred not to practice law but I, but to continue my career as a mediator. About 10 years prior, I had uh, taken some mediation training and loved every minute of it and decided that I wanted to continue to do mediation. Um, Pepperdine offered a master's in dispute resolution. So I immediately got into that role and completed that program and I uh, start working for the court system back in Texas. I went back to Texas and start working in the courts. So I got that degree and continued my career as a mediator and a trainer and facilitator. And before becoming an ombudsman, I served as an advocate ombudsman uh, advocating for residents in long-term care and assisted living facilities while teaching conflict resolution, mediation, negotiation, and family law mediation for several universities and colleges back in Texas. And all of that brought me here to National University to serve as their organizational ombudsman. So beautiful to hear all of the different areas that you've impacted, the communities that you've touched, that just so powerful to see that. Um, I want to talk today about hope. I want to know in all of your journey, uh, how would you explain the purpose of hope? Well, hope is what I do. I had uh, a conversation with our previous president and I told him, you know, I was a hope dealer. <laughs> mm, I, I love do. it. My love first it. question to my visitors when they come is, what are your best hopes for our conversation today? And so that puts them in the frame of mind of, you know, what I really want to get out of this, not necessarily focusing on the problem, but how do we get past the problem into a resolution? And to have hope is uh, to want an outcome that makes your life better in some kind of way. Uh, it not only uh, can help make a tough present situation more bearable, but it also can eventually improve yeah. our lives because 
envisioning a better future motivates you to take the steps to make it just to make it happen. So that's how I envision hope. You have to have that visualization. And I love how you speak of its of its purpose of how it can better somebody's life. How do you think people can cultivate hope? Uh, Most people associate hope with a dire situation. You know, how do I get out of this situation? How do I improve this situation? And people hope to to just get out of difficult circumstances. Mm -hmm. And uh, this, this is often when people do find themselves hoping fervently. Uh, But hope can also provide the key to just making everyday life better. Mm -hmm. Is there a way to successfully cultivate hope? For some of us, it's, it comes sort of naturally. I, when I see you and I don't know if it's a natural thing for you, but when I talk to you, I feel like you just, you are hope. Like you said, you're a hope dealer, but you just, you represent hope. And so my, my, assumption which might not be fair to do but my assumption is that this is something that comes naturally to you we might have listeners that struggle a little bit with the idea of finding the good or being hopeful or cultivating hope or even i think of it as gardening even planting the seeds Mm -hmm. to to begin the idea of being hopeful do do you have any 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 tips to to share with our listeners about how somebody might be able to cultivate how that that aspect of their lives. Yeah, well, that's because just envisioning something hopeful makes you feel better. And if you remember in our childhood, you know, we, we envision that, you know, riding a new bike, for example, um, it gives us that gives us that moment of happiness. And uh, it could make the present difficulty much better, easier to bear. You know, when you tell your kids, well, if you stop crying or if you stop doing Mm -hmm. this, I'll give you this. And so Mm -hmm. they're hoping that by getting that calming effect or that that item that helps them calm down, uh, they, they feel more hopeful about their situation. And an example of that is reported by the American Psychological Association. That's Children who grew up in poverty uh, but had su- became successful later in life all had one thing in common, and that was hope. Hope to get out of wow. that situation. Hope to have a better life uh, for themselves and maybe for their families. And um, Dr. Valerie Mahomes, uh, who worked on this research, looking at children in poverty and how they got out, uh, and, and bettered themselves, said that um, hope involves planning and motivation and determination uh, mm-hmm. to get what one hopes for. Try to get them to think about what's your next step? How you, how, what's the first thing to making that, that, right. that happen? You know, what would you like to see? Ultimately, what would you like to see happen? And that motivates them to have that determination to, to move forward. Yeah. I don't know if I'm internalizing it correctly, but the way that I hear that is um, focus is, is really identifying sort of an end result or an item or something that, that, that resonates with us and really focusing on what that might look like is, would that be a fair way to to describe how yeah. hope sort of translates? Yeah, if you really think back to 
to your life and your childhood, you feel the most hopeful when you start to envision something better happening, something coming along, maybe, maybe not right now, but somewhere down the line that that could happen. So are there things that we might be able to do when we feel absolutely hopeless? I mean, I think many of us can relate to moments in life that have just knocked us out. And mm -hmm. it's really hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel or to even know that there is one. What do we do when we feel that low? Yeah, yeah. Um, in a way, having hope links our past to our present and then to the future. If you look at it that way, uh, you have a vision for what you, you hope will happen. And whether it does or not, just envisioning it, just envision it can make you feel better. And if it's something you can, can envision um, or something that's out of your control, then just having that, that hope that it will happen uh, manifest and come to, come to fruition for you. I find that I'm, I'm wondering if this resonates with our listeners, but I find that there are certain people in my life that will help me cultivate that aspect of my life. And there's others who might actually sort of contribute to sort of the opposite direction. And it's not, it's not coming from a bad place. It's just sort of a natural difference between one and the other. Right. And mm -hmm. I often find that if I need a little bit of hope, I, I'll say, okay, this is the person that I might want to reach out to right now to, to re-energize me. Yes. Or, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Are there resources out there that you might be aware of around the idea of hope and finding yes. our hope? Right. Well, as I mentioned at the beginning, um, becoming a hope dealer was when I found uh, this psychotherapist. His name is Elliot Connie. And uh, he teaches solution-focused brief therapy. Mm -hmm. And Elliot talks about using those good questioning techniques, which I happen to yes. use. And so I've used him as a good resource. And hope comes in many forms. Uh, yes. And the resources out there range from psychology to spirituality and religion. It just depends on what you're looking for. Um, yeah. that relates to hope. Uh, Hopegrows.net is where I got a lot of information uh, for our conversation today. And uh, it's where I found uh, some of this information and it deals with respite and caregiving. And as I mentioned earlier, being a widow, um, I was a caregiver for my husband. And all the resources that I received from hospice and respite helped me a lot, helped me a lot, not just with being a caregiver for him, but it also helped me in my professional life in developing yeah. my way of working with visitors as an ombudsman. And then, of course, we have our LEAP program here at National uh, Lifestyle Employee Assistance Plan. Um, they've got all kinds of things. It's quite naturally, your office, I think, is a, is a great resource as well for people to, uh, to seek out finding yeah. that hope. <laughs> Thank you so much for that. You know, I think everything you've said is so powerful and our ability to take care of ourselves Mm -hmm. uh, reaching out to a psychotherapist when we're in that place and giving ourselves a chance to mm -hmm. see new opportunities and new ways of, of 
new perspectives is really powerful. And coming from you, who is not only a hope dealer, but also has been a caretaker and giving so much of yourself, such a generous human being, it's so refreshing to know that you are also very intentional about receiving the support that you need in order to remain yes. hopeful and spread that hope. I love that so much. Uh, I want to thank you so, so much for being here today. Is there anything else that you'd like uh, to share with our listeners? No, I just, I just appreciate you inviting me here today. Um, and I love sharing what I do. And uh, if anybody needs just a safe and brave place to land and, and talk about any situation, whether it's uh, deals with work or with academics, anything that can definitely reach out to me. Thank you so, so much, Chris. Thank you all so much for listening and tuning in. Uh, we hope that you insert hope into your life uh, every day, even just a little bit, Uh, can translate into a much larger uh, impact and, and a more hopeful tomorrow. Stay tuned for our next podcast. Until then, breathe intentionally, laugh wholeheartedly, connect within and towards people who inspire you and who bring you joy.